This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, there was a pretty big increase in the amount of improper payments agencies dished out in 2020. Cyber leaders from a handful of agencies will be meeting today to talk ransomware. And the Pentagon wants to make it easier for soldiers to try online shopping at military commissaries. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Improper payments increased by $31 billion in fiscal 2020 as compared to 2019. New data from the Office of Management and Budget shows agencies improperly paid out $206 billion last year, up from $175 billion in 2019. Of that $206 billion, OMB says agencies determined that they could recapture almost $47 billion. In the end, agencies brought back about 47%, or about $22 billion, to the Treasury after overpaying citizens or businesses. OMB gave agencies new guidance in March to further implement the Payment Integrity Information Act of 2019. Watchdogs at the Department of Health and Human Services have received more than 2,400 complaints about purported COVID fraud. Christy Grimm, the Principal Deputy Inspector General at HHS, says she has seen some bad actors attempt to take advantage of the more than $5 trillion in federal pandemic aid. Grimm says her office is working with the Justice Department's COVID-19 Fraud Enforcement Task Force to catch and hold COVID scammers accountable. The leaders of key agencies will meet today to discuss the government's ransomware strategy. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says leaders from the State Department, Homeland Security, the Justice Department, and the intelligence community will meet with President Biden today to debate the way forward on ransomware. Psaki says the interagency team has spent the last several weeks reviewing the government's options for responding to such attacks. The gathering comes after a new ransomware attack exploited widely used software made by Florida-based Kaseya. Launched just before the holiday weekend, the attack impacted potentially hundreds of companies. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Office of Government Ethics wants feedback on a new strategic plan for the executive branch program. OGE is soliciting feedback on its five-year plan from federal employees, nonprofit organizations, and the public. The agency says it wants to help executive branch officials resolve conflicts of interest and continuously respond to ethics questions that arise in government. OGE also wants to make ethics information more publicly available. Agencies are hiring and recruiting fewer federal interns. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Agencies offered 4,000 paid internships in 2020 compared to 60,000 a decade ago. They're also hiring fewer interns into permanent positions. Agencies hired 35,000 interns back in 2010 compared to just 4,000 in 2018. Congress is starting to take notice. House appropriators want the Office of Personnel Management to take a look at the federal internship program. They've also proposed dedicated funding for paid internships at the State Department and the White House in 2022. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration appointed Nina Albert to oversee GSA's real estate portfolio, which includes more than 370 million square feet of workspace for 1.1 million federal employees. As the new commissioner of the Public Building Service, Albert will oversee the construction and maintenance of federal properties nationwide. 
She has over 20 years of experience in public real estate disposition, public-private partnership negotiations, and sustainable development. She most recently served as Vice President of Real Estate and Parking at the Washington Metropolitan Transit Authority. Meanwhile, the Homeland Security Department is losing a key senior leader at the end of the month. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Soraya Korea, the Homeland Security Department's Chief Procurement Officer, is retiring after more than 40 years of federal service. DHS confirmed that Korea's last day is July 31st. She told her staff in late June that she decided to complete her career, which started in October 1980 as a GS-4 clerk typist. She's been the DHS CPO since 2015 and worked in the agency since 2003. Federal acquisition experts praise Korea for her responsiveness to industry, innovation, creativity, and dedication to common-sense procurement. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. One senator wants to change the responsibilities for the board that manages the thrift savings plan. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board, by law, must act in the sole fiduciary interests of TSP participants. New legislation from Florida Republican Marco Rubio would require the TSP to make investment decisions with national security interests in mind as well. The TSP Fiduciary Security Act would specifically prohibit the plan from investing in Chinese companies or any other companies on the Commerce Department's entity list that harm national security. This is the latest in a series of bills from Rubio designed to block TSP investments in Chinese companies. After years of litigation, the Pentagon is walking away from its multi-billion dollar Jedi Cloud computing contract, Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports. Instead of continuing a protracted court fight with losing bidder Amazon Web Services, DOD says it's decided to cancel the Jedi contract. John Sherman, the acting DOD chief information officer, says the single award contract to Microsoft made sense back in 2018, but things have changed while litigation dragged on. Given how the landscape, again, has shifted not only in government but in private sector, you must have multi-cloud really to be as successful as you can be, given the varying capabilities that each of the CSPs bring to the fight. Sometime this fall, the department will issue a solicitation for a new multi-billion dollar cloud contract. Both Amazon and Microsoft are expected to get awards. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is asking Congress to shift a chunk of funds it was given in 2021. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. The Pentagon wants to move $4.4 billion of 2021 funds to cover a large range of expenses. The Defense Department needs the money to pay for some of the deployments of the southwest border and for expenses incurred during the pandemic. The military says if the funds aren't shifted, readiness and training could be jeopardized. DOD says it's taking those funds from savings and contracts, programs it doesn't need, and initiatives that weren't as popular as expected. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Those using military commissaries will not have to pay a service fee for internet shopping and curbside pickup. For the rest of the year, the military is waiving the $5 service charge so that patrons can try out the new benefit. The Defense Department is rolling out its internet shopping and curbside pickup to all commissaries in the U.S. by the end of the year. Overseas bases will soon follow. Airmen can select new fitness test alternatives starting in early 2022. The Air Force modified its physical fitness assessment so that airmen can choose from a one-mile walk, 1.5-mile run, or 20-meter shuttle run to satisfy department requirements. Waist measurements will also no longer be scored, but a separate body composition assessment will take place starting in the fall. The service says these alternatives will be equivalent in difficulty to traditional requirements. Scoring will be based on age, weight, and heart rate. An IRS watchdog says the agency's HR office is too understaffed, ahead of plans for a hiring surge. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. The national taxpayer advocate is warning Congress that the IRS has fallen behind on hiring goals in recent years. The agency failed to hire 5,000 full-time employees it planned to bring on board between 2017 and 2019, despite setting funding aside for this workforce increase. 
The National Taxpayer Advocate says the IRS Human Capital Office has lost staff over the years and would need more resources to manage a hiring surge proposed by IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick. The report warns nearly a third of IRS employees could retire or leave the agency next year. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Census Bureau is on track to release redistricting data for the 2020 count by August 16th, with a more user-friendly version of the data ready by the end of September. The Bureau finished processing the redistricting data on June 23rd, but must now run the data through a new process called differential privacy to protect the anonymity of individual household responses. The Bureau updated the public on data processing as part of a lawsuit led by the National Urban League over the data quality of the decennial count. And a small but powerful federal agency reorganizes itself with the goal of getting tougher on business. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin. In a 3-2 to two vote along party lines, the Federal Trade Commission has updated what it calls its rules of practice and reverses a bipartisan agreement earlier commissioners had with the Obama administration. Among many changes, a career administrative law judge will no longer oversee rulemaking. Instead, a politically appointed commissioner will. Chairman and Biden appointee Lena Khan says the new procedures will enable the FTC to more easily levy fines and that they, quote, turn the page on decades of self-imposed red tape. The Republican dissenters say the FTC will return to the overbearing nanny agency of the 1970s. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.